Well, good evening. Welcome to Heart in the Home. I'm uh, proper excited that you've decided to, to join us this evening. We don't take that for granted. It's such a, a privilege that you've decided to spend this time with us this evening. Heart Church is a church where Jesus is our focus, family is our heart, and generosity is our posture. And this evening, I'm proper stoked to, to share with you our next step as a church, that, that how we live out those three core values we believe God has called us to be. And tonight's message is called Community is Greater Than the Crowd. Now, not to say that crowds are bad, because you know I love crowds. I love the atmosphere, the expectation, the, the high, the togetherness, the oneness that could be found within crowds. Probably my best experience of the crowd was in 2005 and my granddad had just turned 70 and my mum decided, who doesn't know a lot about cricket, to get him a pair of tickets to the final day of the fifth and final test of the Ashes series, which was going to be held at the Oval. With a view that I would be the one that would go with him to watch the cricket. So first test match of the series, Australia win. The second match, dramatically England win by just two runs. The third match is a draw. The fourth match, England win. And you need to know that England have not won an Ashes series at this point since 1989. So heading into the final test, England are 2-1 up. We get to the final test. Now, the likelihood of a test going to the of five days is quite slim. Day one, day two, day three, day four, it goes on and it, and it does go to the fifth day. Now England end up in a commanding position, we need a draw to win, the atmosphere is electric. And I was there with my grand expecting to see England lift the ashes for the first time in 16 years. And it was amazing and eventually the umpires knocked the, the bales off the wicket, off the stumps. And England won the ashes for the first time in 16 years and the crowd went wild, it was incredible, absolutely amazing. Even more amazing was that my parents had actually forgotten to tell school I wouldn't be in that day. And when my mum did call up to let them know, they said, yeah, we know. We've just seen them on the TV in the staff room. But crowds, they're, they're, the, the experience, the emotion, the thing that happens in that moment is often so momentary. Memory making for sure, but awesome, yes, but it remains just there. It was the, the crowd uh, was joyous and bountiful, great, but a memory. Or maybe if you, you're a Christian, you might think of Sunday services, they're powerful and great. But if we leave our relationship with God and our desire to go deeper in our walk with God there, we, we, we've missed out on so much. Community and relationship is what is needed for lifelong journey of transformation. We're not designed to do life alone or always in the big crowds, but in community. Family is our heart and we see this in the life of Jesus. Yes, Jesus preached and there were incredible miracles in the crowds, the feeding of 5,000 and so many others. But Jesus also had the smaller community. He had the three, Peter, James and John. He had the 12 disciples. He had a wider group of 72 disciples. So he had the crowds and he, and he talked to and, and, and ministered to the crowds, but he also had the groups in which he invested in deeper relationship. And Jesus in his teaching of the, of the disciples gave two things, two instrumental teachings for followers of Jesus. 
the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. And in these two, the two things, we see five purposes which Jesus gives us as his blueprint for the church. He gives us as a purpose, as a mission for the church. The first one is the Great Commission. And, it, and what we see in the Great Commission are three things. It says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. This is evangelism. Here we see the first, we, the first of the purpose of the, the, the evangelism. Go and share the good news of Jesus. Tell the, the gospel story so people might be saved and come to know Jesus. Second one, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And that's fellowship. And you might say, why is that fellowship? Why is that community, that, that deep connection? Why? Because in the first century, when someone became a follower of Jesus... They were baptized. We still do that today. When, when they're baptized, they're baptized actually into a new family. And into a new family for two reasons. Firstly, a spiritual reason that they become part of the family of God. But in the, in the first century context, because those who would be baptized, those who came to know Jesus would actually be excommunicated from their families or the state that was around them and the society around them. And so they would be seen as the opposition once baptized. So once you realise that baptism itself is actually not just a sprinkling of water, but on the head where we're talking fully immersed, dunked in water. When you see that, you see the powerful of a relationship of God and being part of the family of God and what that truly means to be part of that kind of fellowship, to be together with others on the same page as you. Then it goes on, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. That's discipleship, to, to obey, to live in obedience, to follow God. The second great Jesus gives us is the great commandment. And it, it talks about, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. That's worship, giving God our all, living for him. So, and the second part of that is love your neighbour as yourself that's ministry that means to serve and to love others as we want to be treated loving our neighbors now throughout jesus life on earth we see these themes lived out in fact jesus praised all of them if you look in the book of john chapter 17 and following on from the gospels we have the book of acts which is the acts of the apostles what happened once jesus went back to heaven and in Acts chapter 2, we see where the church is birthed. And the first 41 chapters are about what happens in the temple courts, where there's a large crowd that's gathering. We see what's known as Pentecost, where the Holy Spirit filled all the believers. And then the Apostle Peter, he uh, preaches and 3,000 people are saved and baptised. And it automatically goes from the temple courts to homes, to, to small groups in Acts chapter 2, verses 42 to 47. And we see what the early church do straight after that first sermon. What we see is actually, the, what we see after that is that they're echoing what Jesus told them to do in the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. In Acts chapter 2, verses 42 to 47, let's see. The first purpose we see is discipleship. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to, to, to learning and following the commands of God. And next we see fellowship. It goes on following that verse. And they devote themselves to fellowship and the breaking of bread and prayer. 
Then to verse 46, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Fellowship. Thirdly, everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. Worship and awe and wonder. Thirdly, ministry, sorry, fourthly, ministry. They were sharing, they were loving each other. It says in verse 45, they saw property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. You know, so often I hear some Christians say, oh, we want to be like the early church. Until they realise what it truly costs, the sacrificial kind of love and way of life, it truly meant to be part of the early church. Because if anyone had need, you'd sell what you had and you'd give it to them. Fifthly, evangelism. The Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. I mean, how awesome is that? I mean, do you have the faith that that could happen today in Heart Church or your church, that people could be added to the church daily? We can see all five of those things being lived out in church today. But why was it so important that you had these two components that we see in Acts chapter 2? The first 41 verse in the temple courts and then first 42 to 47 in homes. The reason it was so crucial, it was actually a catalyst because they grew so rapidly that in 25 years, the church in Jerusalem grew from 120 to 100,000 exponential growth. And we see the power of the crowd. Yes, the temple courts. We see the power of that. We also see the vital and powerful nature of house-to-house community in small groups. Near the church, the early church in Jerusalem was, was one church in multiple locations with two types of meetings. And it says in Acts chapter 5 verse 42, day after day in the temple courts and, and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. The large groups were meeting in the temple courts, but they had small groups that were meeting in homes. And so often we focus on the large temple courts, the large, the big, the spectacular maybe. But I wonder if we're actually missing the power of community in small groups. And we see the early church embody these five purposes. Discipleship, fellowship, worship, ministry and evangelism. And as Heart Church, we want to go deeper in all of those areas. We want to be a church that live out the Jesus way in both the large, but vitally also in the small. And so we believe the next step God is calling us to is to launch what we're calling Heart Groups. In which all five purposes will be lived out in smaller community. Initially birthed in the digital online with the current climate we live in. And probably have a digital dimension for a while. We love to see heart groups develop and carry on into the physical as we launch heart churches. Lockdown eases more. So our first heart group is launching next Thursday 8pm on Zoom. And you can sign up today by going to our website, weareheartchurch.co.uk forward slash heartgroups. 
meeting fortnightly, alternating with heart in the home initially. We want to invite you. Whether you've been someone who's sort of been lurking around on social media, seeing what we've been up to with heart in the home and other things. Whether you've been to info nights prior to COVID or not. Whether you're already part of the team, whether you've kind of, this is your first connection with us. You're invited to join us, to be part of the community, to go deeper in relationship with God and with each other. As we move forward and we, we live out the Jesus way together. We believe this is a significant step for us as we move forward towards planning and launching Together Heart Church. And you are so welcome. You are so invited to be part of that. We encourage you to connect, to be part of that. Check us out. If you've got questions, you want to know more about who we are, what we believe in, that sort of thing, we would love to connect with you. I'd love to meet all of you, either digitally or grab a coffee, socially distanced, whatever it might be. It'd be great to connect with you. Let's pray before we head into some more worship. And then you might want to decide tonight to get yourself on uh, weareheartchurch.co.uk for such heart groups and get yourself signed up to join us for, an, uh, for the launch of heart groups. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your heart for people, your, the way you've wired us for relationship and community. We thank you for the crowd and the way that uh, people can be welcomed and join in and to, to the power of what can happen in the crowd. But Lord, we thank you that you've given us community. You've, you've shown us through the way your church lived, the way that you, Jesus lived, that the vital importance of, of small community in which we can grow and flourish and be all you've created us to be. And so Lord, as we launch Heart Groups, I pray that we will uh, be able to connect and grow together to be and help each other be what God has created for you, for you for. And so I, I thank you for this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship and then let's get signed up for heart groups tonight.